Bigley and Marotta mornings. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bigley Blast. How many times have you heard the phrase, feeling like a kid at Christmas? It has never been more true than right here, right now. Have you ever wakened to such euphoria, Valley sports fans, to a bigger, shinier box under the tree? Yeah, me neither. Now, I'm going to be honest. There was a time last summer when I pushed back on the acquisition of Kevin Durant, a player who can be sullen, moody, combative. A time when I did not want to give up on the homegrown product in exchange for a mercenary super team. But today, my thinking has changed because the Suns were 21-24 and 24 at one point this year, and we all saw our glorious championship window closing before our eyes, and also because the Cardinals have been such an abject disaster for the last 10 months. In other words, the Suns didn't just need this to restore their status as real, legitimate title contenders. We needed this, and by we, I mean a sagging sports town that was once again losing all hope in the local teams and that has literally changed overnight. And do not talk to me about mortgaging the future because like I always say, you can't change the past and there's no such thing as the future. There's no such thing as tomorrow because it's just a concept because time is only now and because the time is now because we are a sports town that will host a major championship on Sunday and thanks to Matt Ishbia, we are a sports town that might be pursuing its own championship later this summer, the one the Valley really wants. And if that happens, the team can always give celebratory thank you rings to Mikhail Bridges and Cam... Today's Bickley Blast is brought to you by my great friends at Chapman BMW, who make luxury affordable at two great locations. Find them online at ChapmanBMW.com. For Phoenix, you know, just a, a chance now to really make a run at a title, especially with Chris Paul, certainly at a point in his career where um, you, don't know, you don't know how much time you have left of, of him playing at perhaps championship-level basketball. That's Woj from ESPN on the uh, Suns championship title window, uh, you know, opening wide open again uh, after some thought it may be closing. I think it's interesting. Um, you know, we've obviously given our thoughts on it. We are pro-Kevin Durant trade on this with uh-huh. the acknowledgement the Suns gave up a ton to make this happen. Mm-hmm. But And, uh, you know, following our, our discussion with Rick Buecher, who's not in uh, uh, on the same side as us, didn't like the trade for the Suns and actually used the phrase that the Nets took advantage of a new owner trying to make a splash. Mm-hmm. You know, that it could very well shake out that way. Sure. But the way I look at it, and it, it comes down to brass tacks for me. I had to convince myself that this Suns team, as currently constructed as of yesterday, I had to convince myself that they were going to be okay and could make a run at a championship, mostly because of the Western Conference being what it is. There's not a team that is separating itself. But now that this deal is done... Go back to July of 2021, mm-hmm. when the Suns were in the finals. They were up 2 nothing, and when Giannis decided, I'm taking this thing over. And the Suns really couldn't do much to combat it, but now they can. A healthy Kevin Durant in the playoffs as a top-two scoring option, mm-hmm. he's that guy. He's the guy that other teams try to accumulate talent to stop in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And you add that to Devin Booker. 
and the potential is off the charts. Yeah, I agree with that. And, and I think, as I said in the blast, at this point in time, I wholeheartedly sign off on this, even though you are giving up Cam Johnson, Mikhail Bridges, and a lot of draft picks in the future. And again, the Arizona Diamondbacks, who were once rightfully accused of mortgaging the future, nobody complained about that other than Ken Kendrick, because he had to pay the bills. Mm-hmm. And, and so, it, it, to me, mortgaging the future, yeah, but you know what? Whatever. <laughs> I don't care about that anymore. Um, so, this does get the Suns back into that conversation, back into that game. It does have to work, but again, this is this is a chance for Chris Paul to get that championship. It's a chance for Kevin Durant to get to the city he wanted to be as of last summer, and and I think that this is a tremendously uh, exciting thing. And I'm going to repeat this uh, because I'm sure we have a new audience now. Uh, after the game in Brooklyn, I was really kind of enthused by what I thought was a, a broken brotherhood maybe kind of coming back together. And I thought maybe, just maybe, the trade rumors for Chris Paul had kind of spurred uh, a moment where this team kind of all looked at each other and said, man, we've all been through some stuff, haven't we? Mm-hmm. And and let's 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 reconnect, hands in the middle, let's do this thing. And, and I was going to spend a lot of time talking about that idea today and whether or not that was feasible and whether or not it was happening. And we all w- woke up to Kevin Durant. What I find to be absolutely fascinating is last summer, when the Kevin Durant thing went from being not immediate to something that might happen around the trade deadline, we all knew that this day might be coming, and yet when the day came today, it stunned the hell out of all of us. Even though we knew this, even though we talked about this for weeks mm-hmm. last summer, at the yes. end of last summer. Yes. Because it went from a point where, okay, this burst on the scene. Kevin Durant says, I want to come to Phoenix. Everybody in Phoenix freaks out. It got to the point where people are saying, this is going to happen in in the very near future. And it cooled off. And a lot of the reason why it cooled off was something that the Suns resolved yesterday. And that was the Mikel Bridges sticking point. Um, you know, and I'm sitting here talking about it. I've been talk- I've been aware of this now since I woke up this morning at 3.30. And we've been talking about it for two plus hours. Hours and it still hasn't resonated. I know. And I told Sarah this too. The worst part of it is, you t- in your blast, you talked about you know, waking up to a, you know, a shiny present under the tree. You can't open the present for a while. We're probably not going to see Kevin Durant make his debut until after the All Star break, yeah, which is would, a bummer. Yeah, of course it is. And it comes at a time when the Suns did have momentum in the Western Conference standings yeah. and still do going into tonight's game. But uh-huh. you know, it's going to be a very short-handed well, crew tonight. Well, yeah, and t- this is going to be a very weird experience for those watching tonight's game because this is not at all um, a game that's going to even remotely resemble what the Suns are going to be and they're going to be a shorthanded team and it's it's yeah I, I don't know what to expect about this but again this is also a team that knows Kevin Durant is on its way and and again let's 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 talk about something very superficial this is a big event town this is a star-struck town yes it, it, the idea of winning a championship with a homegrown crew appealed to a lot of people it, it appealed to a lot of young diehard Suns fans who are having a real tough time saying goodbye to the Twins. Yet most of this audience, yet most of this market now, now they're engaged because it's Kevin Durant. Yes. Because it's the big name. Because it's the star. There's a reason why the Pro-Am yesterday at WM Phoenix Open was more well-attended than most 
every other regular PGA Tour stop golf tournament is because we are obsessed with celebrities and big events and uh-huh. stardust. And now Kevin Durant's coming to the Suns. Like you said, it's very, very much like Charles Barkley. Yep. You can text your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. Coming up next, we'll get further reaction on this huge deal for the Phoenix Suns. We'll be joined by ESPN's Michael Wilbon. My guy. It's Bickley and Murata mornings live from Media Road, Super Bowl 57. Our Media Road coverage is brought to you by Canvas Annuity. Score up to 5.7% on your retirement savings with Campus Annuity. Here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata, live from the Phoenix Convention Center at Media Row. Yeah, we are at Media Row here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Our next guest is not on Media Row, but he joins us here on the Arizona Sports Line. Uh, the great Mike Wilbon of ESPN, our guest here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Michael, how are you? Gentlemen, sleepy. I didn't get any sleep last night after this train. Um, it's a crazy, crazy time for the desert, uh, for, for the Super Bowl to be here, for waste management to be here, literally starting today. And to have this trade, listen, when those two things leave town, there's something else that's arriving in town. And, uh, yes. Super Bowl, I forgot all about that for about 24 hours. <laughs> yeah. So have we. Yeah, how about that? So, so the look that you and Stephen A. Smith infamously made after the DA value. <laughs> That's the way the valley looks this morning. That's exactly Michael. what I thought of too. That's the way we're all viewing. A few times, I've received that a few times this morning overnight already. Yeah. All right. So, uh, are, are, is there any downside to this? We we just spoke, spoke with Rick Buecher. He thinks the Suns paid quite a heavy price to to kind of put this thing together uh, in an aging team that might be injury prone. Yeah. Uh, you live here. You know how badly we need the Suns to win a championship. Well, this is it. This is like a three-year window, um, and it, it starts now. I mean, there's no waiting. Um, this is the team that is built to win now, not built, you know, just put, put together. And I think was right about that. So there's a downside. It's that it's an older team. We've had the even Book, who's young, has been injured. But look, in the NBA, and you guys know this, stars drive this league like no other. Um, we just saw we, we saw that to a degree with World Cup. We can see it to a degree with the Super Bowl of quarterbacks. But the NBA is driven by stars, and, and the Suns have three stars at their positions ready to play now who are not driven by ego. Not like the star the Dallas Mavericks just acquired. And I, 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 I mean, I know these guys. They, they want, they don't want to play together. They will be Kevin Durant's mood. I think will be left. I think you'll see Kevin Durant you saw at Golden State. But they're ready. They're ready to roll. It, it, again, you can say this about any team if they're healthy. Seriously, we can do this with Denver. We can do this with with any team in the league. Boston. And by the way, I look at Jalen Brown going to be out after colliding last night with Jason Tatum. But the Suns, the Suns are right there at the top of the Western Conference, ready to win. Now they gave up a lot. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, Michael Wilbot from ESPN is our guest uh, on the Arizona Sports Line, and uh, as you could tell, a little bit of we're a faulty connection. So we're gonna Jared's gonna call him back, and we're gonna reconnect. But you know, Mike hits on another interesting point too: is the lack you know, when you have three stars at different points of their careers. Obviously, Devin Booker just entering this superstar phase. Kevin Durant yeah. firmly in it, and Chris Paul on the tail end of it. But the the lack of ego or the lack of selfishness from those three players. Um, you know, Kevin Durant has never been accused of being a, a selfish player. Now, he's been accused of a lot of other things. He got a lot of criticism for well, he passes ring, the ball. ring chasing, yeah. but he is he is not that me, me, me kind of superstar. And, and I think that's uh, important as we uh, reconnect here with Mike Wilbon. Sorry about that, Mike. We just wanted to reset. We had a bit of a, a faulty connection there, but um, we were kind of, uh, you know, bouncing off your point about the egoless trio. It, it's very rare to have three superstars with that little ego in any sport and the Suns seem to have that right now they, they seem to have that they do guys who want to play together um, guys who will I mean I, I would liken this in terms of his personality more to Golden State than what we've seen they might not be loaded like that but I, it's amazing that this and they gave up a lot I mean Mikhail Bridges yes. is, he's an Iron Man already he missed a game in three years um, Cam Johnson, who I've gotten to know a little bit, I felt I, I feel for those guys. I feel for Cam Johnson too because I know how much he loved playing here and being here. I, I got to know his parents traveling uh, across the country to Milwaukee a couple of times during the finals two years ago. I, I know how much he loved playing with 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 CP and 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 what CP meant to them as a big brother uh, on and off the court and how Chris rallied those those personalities. Um, and I feel for them because this is, man, it's a business. It's a tough business. And so with all the, the rejoicing going on here in the desert, you got two guys leaving. At least they're going to a, a playoff team. At least they're going to a place. And I don't know, maybe one of them will wind up going somewhere else because Brooklyn can't even keep together the team that it has assembled on paper right now. Yeah. I don't know that they go into next week with all those guys. Yeah. And who knows where Bridges and Johnson may be going. All right, so let me ask you about this. Have you ever seen an owner make it an entry quite like Matt Ishbia? Because it was first, it was trying to acquire Kyrie, which would have required trading Chris Paul, which took a lot of people by surprise here. And, and then it, the whole Isaiah Thomas thing that went down uh, during the midst of the game on TNT. And then yesterday he has his introductory press conference, and by 11 p.m. at night he's got Kevin Durant. This is unbelievable. It is. I, I was. You look. You got to be. You can't be a millennial and, and and answer this question about have you ever seen anything like this happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, Jerry Jones. The day he was hired, he walked into the Dallas Cowboy headquarters and he fired Tom Landry. Yeah, he threw bad. out at the time maybe the greatest coach in the history of the NFL. Threw him out. Tom Landry, his parking lot was taken, his parking space was taken over. Wow. And he elevates, you know, he winds up, you know, they wind up doing all those deals that, that set the Cowboys for three championships in whatever, four or five years. And so, yeah, Jerry Jones did that today. And I was there. I was there as covering pro football there for the Washington Post. And you're like, he just did what? <laughs> and he threw out Tex Schramm. He threw out the president and the coach yeah. of a team called America's Team This. So yeah, I've seen it. Okay, but this 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 is right there. 
Um, it's right now. And wow, I, I, I looked, I already looked up, um, I think the first time Dallas and Phoenix play each other, sadly it's in Dallas. Um, March 5th, a Sunday afternoon game on ABC, we've got that game. <laughs> I was hoping it was here. But this, this resets the league, specifically the Western Conference. By the way, the Western Conference, my God, how do you navigate that? What do you do? I mean, the Clippers, if they have these guys on the court, the whole time. Yeah. If Kawhi and, 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 and Paul George really start to play every night and they look like the Clippers that some people thought they would be, and then you got Denver fully healthy. And you got the Suns with this. I mean, Memphis just took a major step back to me. And they're not ready. They're not emotionally ready to, to play with the teams I just mentioned, even though they have been the second best team in the West. And what does this bring out of Golden State? You think the Warriors aren't peaked by hearing this? Oh, yeah. Now, I don't know if they're ready to get into a hyper win mode. They're not until, until Steph Curry comes back. And that may mean, I don't know, it may mean being in seventh or eighth and having to go through the play in. How about that for an early round? Look, the Suns are going to finish. Like the, the Suns are going to finish if they're healthy, second in the West. And so, what do they get? Who's the seventh seed the Suns get in the first round? Yeah, there's certainly no easy outs. But to add to your point too, Mike, I mean, it, it, it's wide open. And you mentioned Denver and, and and Memphis in the mix, and you know the Suns, and who knows who else steps up. But it's, it, it's all yeah, the Mavericks. But it's it, there's so many ifs with all of those teams that we just mentioned. There's ifs with the Suns. There's ifs with the Mavericks. Does Kyrie fit in well? There's there's ifs with the Clippers, as you mentioned, with with Kawhi and Paul George. Even with Denver, you know, if they're ready to take that elevation to the next level. I've never seen a, an NBA season like this. Have you? Because I, I think already we have most of that. We have most of that already. And just having Steph Curry and Devin Booker come back was going to create that sort of yes. wonder at the top throughout the West. But now you add Durant and you add a team that everybody's going to want to watch every night to see how they play. How long does it take them once Durant is back on the court to look like uh, a championship team, you know, and and the, the thing is, yes, keeping Chris Paul. So at one point last night, I'm thinking, wow. First of all, I, I don't. I mean, this is personal for me as, a, as someone who is personal friends with Chris. I don't want to see Chris go somewhere else and miss out on the potential of this. But if you've got Cam Johnson and Mikael Bridges and Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. And, and Aiton, if you got that, you're looking at a, a team that would have zoomed to the top of the betting parlor anyway. But then when you're able to keep, and I'm sure they had to sweeten the pot, but when you're able to keep Chris Paul at this stage and knowing what Chris knows and knowing Durant as long as he's known him and not having played with Booker three seasons, and you don't have to blow that up, the organization of the team, the personality of the team, the engine of the team, Wow, 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 wow. Um, it just it creates yeah. a team that people will now call a super team. I don't know. I mean, let's see them play together. I'm always wanting to see teams play together. But you don't have a disruptive force like Kyrie Irving. You don't have that. You don't have wild cards. You have guys that are going to play every night. 
And so, um, I, God, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to see it either. I, I want to just, uh, I want to close by saying this. I, I saw C.J. McCollum say, "Yeah, I, th- I think maybe John Morant might want to rethink his. <laughs> I'm, old, yeah. I'm, I'm good in the West. What is it? And so many people don't get or dig Chris Paul. Yeah, you're personal friends with him. I have mad respect for him. How great would it be for him to get that ring, especially when it looked like the window was closing here in Phoenix? Well, it was closing, and and the thing is, look, Chris Paul was cheated out of potential rings in a situation as good as this, because Chris Paul was traded to the Kobe Bryant Los Angeles Lakers. Yes, yes. early in his career, he was traded, and David Stern, and for whatever reason, and and something that I think is just, you know, David Stern may be the greatest commissioner in sports in North American history, but there's a couple of marks against David Stern's resume. One of them involves the Suns and the suspensions that went down in the San Antonio series that caused the Suns a trip to the finals to play a young LeBron team in 2007. And the other one involves Chris Paul because David Stern negated that trade to send him to the Lakers to play with in his prime Kobe Bryant. You think Chris? We think we're still talking about a ringless Chris Paul if he'd gone and played with Pau Gasol and Kobe Bryant? No, 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 we're not. So through no fault of Chris's, and Chris is very uh, gracious to me when he doesn't bring this up. I bring it up all the time. Sometimes I, <laughs> I bring it up all the time because it's, it's, it's part of the history of the NBA. Yes. So now, yes, Chris, that window is open again. I don't think it's open for forever. I think it's a two to three season. They can win a couple of championships now. And you go for it now. In this league, we've seen teams do it or try to do it. Um, Miami did it, and it had more of a futuristic look to it because those guys were younger, LeBron James and and and, and, um, and, and Dwayne Wade, even though they were in their primes at the time already. They'd already played, whatever, eight or nine years of Chris Bosh. But now you've got this window, and, you know, I looked at the Charles Barkley trade last night. Do you know who Charles arrived in Phoenix for? I texted Charles yes. at, like, 3 in the morning, and I said, wake up, because I can't sleep. <laughs> and, you know, Charles is so excited. So, Charles Barkley got traded for, like, Jeff Hornacek, Tim, what's his name? Tim Perry. Um, Tim, Tim Perry. And Andrew and Lang. Like, Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. It's one of the Come biggest. On, it, it might be the biggest fleecing in the history of the NBA. It is. Jerry Colangelo, it's the biggest fleecing ever. To me, I, was, I was just, I was texting Charles to remind, you know, he just, there were a lot of text chains. I don't know if you guys were asleep because you got to get up early and do a radio show. I was. I knew in real time there's no sleep. <laughs> and it's just all day because it just blew up the Super Bowl. Yeah. If you're here, what's the bigger story in Arizona? Yeah. The biggest story is the Phoenix Suns. Oh, it is. Yeah. Now, Absolutely. the Suns will, will take a back page situation Sunday. But then, when we start talking about the timing of this, when Kevin Durant comes back, when are they ready to play? Can't, can't wait to see it. Yeah, Mike, you're the best. Thanks so much for making time Thank for us. You, Hopefully we can do it again soon. All right, you guys. Be Thanks. good. Vic, you owe me a draft pick. Yeah, I heard that. I'll get that to you ASAP, Michael. All right. Michael All right, Wilbon, man. ESPN. He joined us here on the Arizona Sports Line. Uh, coming up next, more reaction to uh, the big trade. Kevin Durant making his way to the Valley of the Sun. It's Pickley and Murata mornings here on this Thursday.
on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata Mornings, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports All Access, presented by Bud Light and FanDuel. Yeah, it's time for Thursday's Arizona Sports All Access Qualifier here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. We are looking for Rob Britton from Phoenix. Rob Britton from Phoenix. You've got 10 minutes to give us a call. Starting the clock right now. The phone number you need to call, 602-260-9870. You do that, you're qualified. Uh, become a finalist for tickets to win uh, t- tickets to Super Bowl 57 and a whole bunch of other stuff. Again, Rob Britton of Phoenix. you got 10 minutes to give us a call. 602-260-9870. It's Arizona Sports All Access presented by Bud Light and FanDuel. What a morning it's been. What a morning it will continue to be. All no kinds of coverage all day long here on Arizona Sports. Uh, Wolf and Luke will continue. Burns and Gambo as well. Um, yeah, I mean, just bouncing off some of the things that that, that uh, Mike Wilbon said, you know, not one championship, maybe a couple championships in this window, possibly. When you talk about, oh Kevin, yeah, don't, don't, let's not start talking but, multiple. But no, Let, but let's not we, do that. We, we talk. We we always say this, Bick. We are in the possibilities business. Okay, so we have to talk about the possibilities. But you know, the the range of reaction to this. You know, I've got several family members on my phone texting how upset they are about this trade, mm-hmm. mostly because I've of. That's some too. The Same. emotional connection to Cam Johnson and Mikel Bridges. Mm-hmm. And it does suck for them. And I'll tell you what would, would suck even worse. There are rumors today, Bick, that um, the Brooklyn Nets are already listening to offers on Mikel Bridges. And one of the teams that could be hot and heavy after him is the Memphis Grizzlies. I saw that. Yes. I saw that. And I thought, uh-oh, things could get real interesting here. Uh, and again, listen, I, I threw the John Moran thing out at Michael Wilbon. How stupid. Must he? Well, you'd have to be self-aware to feel stupid. Right? I'm not. I'm not sure John Morant's at that place. No, he's breaking bad, man. In 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 more ways than one. So uh, it's yeah, it's been an interesting few weeks for John Morant. We'll oh, that. yeah. So so I think that yeah, as you as you begin to kind of extrapolate what is going on in the West, there's a couple things that you got to realize here. What Michael Wilbon said about the Golden State Warriors is dead on. If there was anything that might kind of get their fire at peak capacity again, it might be Kevin Durant coming to the West as a member of the Phoenix Suns. So there's them. Then there's the Luka Kyrie thing. That's very, very real. The Clipper thing with Paul George and Kawhi, you can't forget about them. And, and so it and and on top of it all, the Kevin Durant stuff is is now going to probably influence what other teams do. In oh, the yeah. next few hours. Well, a, a trade of that magnitude, and it really started last week with the Kyrie trade to Dallas. Trades of that magnitude spark a bit of an arms race. And we didn't know if all the parity in the Western Conference especially was going to lead to massive changes or a lot of teams being satisfied. Well, we're getting our answer. We've seen three huge deals go down involving Western Conference teams in the last two days, uh, two or three days. And the Suns are right at the center of the biggest one of all of them. Uh, look. Rob Britton. 
was listening and he called in with plenty of time to spare. Well, as he should be. Yeah, what what should else would he be doing on Thursday Rob's morning? Rob's doing it correct. Yeah, Rob. Uh, so he is in the uh, final drawing for tickets to Super Bowl 57. Uh, Wolf and Luke will have another name that they will call out today. Uh, and Burns and Gambo, as we continue, all access presented by Bud Light and FanDuel. Also, I want to remind you that uh, you can text your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. We are live at Media Row Super Bowl 57 Phoenix Convention Center. Our coverage is brought to you by Canvas Annuity. Score up to 5.7% on your retirement savings with Canvas Annuity. And uh, as we continue from Media Row, joining us next, one of the great all-time kickers in the history of the NFL, Adam Vinatieri. He'll sit down with us straight ahead. It's Bickley and Murata mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata, live from the Phoenix Convention Center at Media Row. Yeah, we are at Media Row as uh, we get closer to Super Bowl 57 coming up on Sunday at State Farm Stadium. It's our pleasure to be joined by one of the greatest kickers, if not the greatest kicker of all time, four-time Super Bowl champion. He's here on behalf of DiGiorno Pizza. It's Adam Vinatieri joining us here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Adam, we had uh, good morning to you. Good morning. Thank you for having me on. We had Brian Billick on the show yesterday, and he was wearing his Super Bowl ring. You got four of them, but you're not sporting them today. You You know what? That's just straight bragging when I walk in here. And other people guys, oh, you're that guy, huh? Yeah, you know? you're that or guy. I'm walking with a limp because it's so heavy on one hand. <laughs> right, or something, exactly. You know? So I don't want to. I don't want to be. I don't want to be that guy. People know, so I don't have to. I don't have to let them know. No. Uh, <laughs> All right. So um, before we get into why you're here, I, I want to get back to this because Tom Brady is now officially retired. I, I go back to his first Super Bowl, and I was in New Orleans that night, and I remember that final drive. John Madden's on the broadcast telling you to play for overtime; it's too dangerous. And Tom dinking and dunking down the field. And then it came down to you, and you drilled it, and it began this incredible legacy. It seemed every Patriot early Super Bowl was won on an Adam Vinatieri field goal. <laughs> so it, are you just clutch by nature, or was it succeeding early that allowed you to be that guy? Well, I tell you, growing up as a kid, I, I was always the one that wanted to be in the middle of whatever sport it was. You know, if we're playing soccer, I'm playing center midfield. If it's football, I play quarterback as well, but then I didn't grow to 6'5 and could throw a ball 80 yards down the field like some of these guys so I didn't choose kicking kicking chose me but I being a kid I always wanted to be right in the middle of the sport and be the reason that we won or lost so I think you can develop clutchness or, or whatever by the way you practice and the way you prepare and you in the process that you do to so when you get in that situation it doesn't necessarily overwhelm you the same way but I'm not gonna lie I'm sure when I went out there for that first Super Bowl I'm sure my heart was pounding and I was sweating and all that stuff but you know I just kind of trusted myself and said you know you're indoors. There's no conditions that you're having to worry about. Two weeks before, we're playing in a blizzard in yes. the Tux oh, game. Yeah. And yeah, that right. was the hard one. Yeah, the one right. in the Super Bowl was uh-huh. was a little bit easier, if you could say, kicking a 48-yard game winner in the Super Bowl is easy. It's not. But but I just, I, you know, I literally walked out there and I go, dude, you've done this a million times before. It's no different. Don't worry about what's going on around you. Trust the guys in front of you. Trust the process of the snap hold. And, and when I kicked it, it felt perfect. And I looked up and it was dead center. And I was oh, like, oh, yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. I rule. <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. I felt pretty good that yeah, day. Oh, sure. yes. Adam Vinatieri, our guest here on uh, Media Row on behalf of DiGiorno Pizza. You got something cool going on. Tell us about yeah, DiGiorno Doinks. Yeah. yeah. So so during the game, any PAT or field goal attempt that hits the upright or crossbar and doinks 
then DiGiorno's is um, giving away free pizza. The only have to, the only thing you have to do is visit DiGiorno'sDoinks.com, sign up, and uh, yeah, if if, uh, if somebody hits an upright or a crossbar, then everybody's eating pizza. So it's pretty awesome, well, you know. And it yeah. can go, you know, like I sit there and I go, man, I don't want to cheer for people doinking the uprights, exactly. right? Because you can still hit it and it can go off and still go in. Uh-huh. I'm, I've missed kicks before, so I know how that sucks, especially in a in a situ- high press situation like this. So I'm hoping that if they hit it, it still goes in and 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 then everybody's happy. They made their kick. We all get pizza. What's wrong with that, right? Is there any provision for a double, the rare double doink? You know, I, I, yeah, I said, and I, I, I don't think it makes a difference if it doinks once or twice or six times, whatever. It doesn't matter. But uh, uh, I guess we we shouldn't lift, look a gift horse in the mouth. We no, should just yes. take the pizza and run. You know, yes. it seemed like there was a lot of doinking going on last year in the NFL. So, and and we lived this in Arizona for a while. And the stretches that a, a faulty kicker can really pull down the brow of a football team. That's got to weigh hard on your profession. Yeah, your it, it, profession. it really changes the momentum of a game. It's amazing. You know, once they move that extra point back to 33 yards instead of the the almost give me guaranteed 99.9% make from 20 yards, now it's like if you don't hit the ball well, you can definitely miss that. That extra distance makes a heck of a lot of difference. And, and how many games, you know, there's a missed kick and then all of a sudden it changes, completely changes. the. And, and it's funny because a lot of the, the reporters and people, you know, media sits there back in the day saying, you know, kickers are becoming too important. We want to take that out of the game. We don't want it to be more important. Once they did that, it's twice as important now that <laughs> yeah, you make right. your kicks when that's you need right. to. So, that's true. But, but there's been a lot of games that have come down and somebody misses a kick and then all of a sudden, you know, now, hey, we've got to score a touchdown or, or yeah. whatever the situation is. It just it changes it up a lot. So, uh, yeah, it added added pressure for the kickers. Good for them. And we saw a, a kicker kind of have a meltdown yeah. quite recently, yeah. Brett Maher yeah. of, the, uh, of the Cowboys. And for people like oh. me, I was having a hard time watching it. When you watch something like oh. that, what, what are you thinking as a former kicker? I, I watched it firsthand, and I was like, oh, my God, I felt so incredibly bad for him because I, I don't think I've ever missed four in a game, but, uh, you know, I've missed <laughs> at the wrong time and you start thinking about it and you start like man I, I should make that kick every single time what the so then you start wondering what did I do wrong and it's even worse if you feel like you hit it well and it didn't go there because then you don't know what to adjust and how to fix it so he pushes the second one right as well and then the third one I could almost guarantee he was going to miss that left if he's going to miss it because yeah. he was not pushing that sucker <laughs> yeah. right again Over hell or high water is yes. not going right right so yeah as as that was going on I, you know, I was I was feeling horrible for him but the only good thing is Dallas was playing well enough that yes. those kicks didn't make a difference in the outcome. They had a big enough win, or a big enough lead that, that it didn't make a difference. But, yeah, you know, that's the nature of playing uh, playing that position, that you can be the hero and everybody loves you, or you could be the uh, yeah, riding on a absolutely. separate plane home kind of thing. Talk right. with, go, ahead, sorry. No, go ahead, Vinny. Go ahead. Uh, talking with Adam Vinatieri here at uh, Media Row uh, on behalf of DiGiorno Pizza. DiGiornoDoinks.com is where you enter for a chance to win if there's a doink on a PAT or a field goal. Uh, that's not the only thing you got going on this week. You're, you're in the midst of some high-level training for yeah, yeah. teaching the art of kicking That's to right. Rob went, Gronkowski. How's went, that going? What could go wrong? Uh, I went from, yeah, from being the guy on the field to being the coach and it's a it's almost more stressful and pressureful when uh, when you're the guy trying to help a guy that's never really done it before yeah. figure out. And, it, you know, it, it, he, I think he had a great appreciation for it. I mean, he's such an amazingly good athlete, obviously. His, his stats speak for himself. I mean, run, catches, runs over, guys 
guys does all that stuff, but putting a ball on the ground and kicking it through the poises or through the through the uh, uprights is a whole different thing. And so when we when we did the commercials and did all that stuff, uh, he, he was like, "Oh, I'm going to have to work on this one." Yeah. So I I think he's got a good chance, though. I mean, we've talked several times and tried to give him some pointers. And I'm not listen. I'm not trying to make him like a world class <laughs> kicker. I'm just hoping that it, I'm just trying to make it one time go through the post. So uh, just once. Yeah. That's just get the club face on the ball. That's, that's right. Trying that's to get right. Him to do. That's right. Well, he's not, a golf analogy. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. When Gronk started, was he a toe puncher? Um, yes. Yes. He, you know, the funny thing is when we got there, he's like, you know, I kicked a 33-yarder in high school, so I think that's a good distance. I think we shortened it a little bit just to give him a little bit better chance. But, and I'm not talking tr- trash to you, Gronk. I love you, man. Yeah. But uh, I love the fact that, that every team that you're always on, you know, we're, we kickers are out first warming up for practice and all that stuff, and everybody comes, oh, I can kick that. Let me do that. And, that, and then they uh-huh. try it a couple times, and unless they have any soccer background or something, it's, it looks terrible, and we're like, See, it's not that damn easy, is it? So no. keep your mouth shut, you know. But uh, yeah, it's part of the part of the game. Yeah. All right. So in in hindsight, I'm curious because of Tom Brady's retirement and and because the seven rings that he has six in New England, obviously, has put him so far ahead of everybody else. It's kind of blown the minds of Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes and and all these guys who know they're never going to catch this guy. What do you think history is going to say about those Patriots teams, of which you were a significant part of? Yeah. You know, I. I you know, people talk about dynasties and all that stuff. You can talk about Will Chamberlain and all the teams back in the day, and and uh, Bill Russell and their nine their nine NBA titles and stuff like that. I think I think football is one of those things that it's it's even more difficult to be continuously successful with salary cap and with just the way it works. So the stuff that Tom did, like I knew he was a superstar and a rock star when I was playing with him. I mean, he was the the sixth round draft choice that was a little bit over. You know, soft bodied, and he came in and worked his butt off to be the Tom Brady that we all know and love. And so, I, I've got the utmost respect. Everybody does, but uh, what what I love about him is not only he's a he's a damn good football, the best ever football player, and his stats speak for himself. But but he touched so many other people, touched their hearts, like turned his teammates into better football players and better men, and you know, did stuff for the community yeah. and helped little kids and this and that. So, like, I left him a message just last week, and I just said, you know, obviously. Everybody's calling you, telling you how how much this and this. And I said, what I love and respect the most about you is who you are as a, as a man. Who, you, what you did, not only for me and the teams you were on, but just community and stuff like that. So I love the fact that although he won't be on the field anymore, he's still going to be in the box or whatever and yeah. talking. He's he's not going far from football. When yeah. you do it, when you do it as long as he did and as long as I did, you can never get too far away because it's just part of your life. Yes. Again, uh, go to DiGiornoDoinks.com for a chance to win. And then root for somebody to hit the upright. <laughs> Crossbar two, counts, Crossbar right? two, okay. yep, on the, yep, on those absolutely. Yep. Adam is great to meet you. Thanks for coming Thank by. Thank you, Thank you for having me. Appreciate you guys. Adam Vinatieri kicking great uh, here on Media Row with us on uh, Bickley and Murata mornings. We continue live on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.